The views and opinions expressed on this show are purely the views and opinions of the person who made them and do not necessarily reflect or agree with those of the show's commercial sponsors, its radio station affiliates, or Internet broadcast platforms. As the restriction on our God-given right to free speech manifests itself throughout the world, we are inspired by Jesus Christ's immortal words, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And we reserve the rights to all our words. Thank you, and now enjoy the show. Learn who rules over you, simply find out who you are not allowed to criticise. You are listening to ACH, I'm Andy, your host, and today is Thursday, so it's time for the weekly visit of our good friend, Dr. Peter Hammond. Let's bring him up right now. Peter, are you with me? Yes. Good morning. Thank you, Andrew. Good to be with you again. Great to have you with us, as always, Peter. I know many of the audience look forward to Thursdays on this show. And today we have, or rather you have, a topic for us entitled The Real Story Behind the Covid Cult and How We Can Resist It. So where would you like to start us off with this one today, Peter? Andrew, we are witnessing the birth of a global religion. It's absolutely astounding. I think you can call it the Covid Cult. And uh, they are teaching salvation by vaccination. And we all know what the sin is, the original sin is COVID-19, and the demons are those anti-mask, anti-vax, anti-lockdown people, and the heretics are those who have alternative viewpoints and who want to bring up the facts. And uh, what you've got is a mask ritual, you've got to have an identifiable symbol of adherence to this COVID cult. Do you believe in COVID? You must believe in COVID. Have you had the vaccine? You must have the vaccine. Wear your mask. Maintain social distancing, all the rest of it and so on. But baptism into this cult is through vaccination. And the vaccination shows that you've you've initiated into this COVID cult. But to show an identifiable symbol of adherence to this new religion, you must wear the mask. You know, even if it's actually unhealthy and you're depriving yourself of oxygen, uh, which is the basic requirement of, for good health. Uh, the first thing you need for good health is fresh air. Second thing you need is clean, pure water. And thirdly, you need healthy food. And fourthly, you need regular exercise. And then fifthly, a positive mental attitude. I mean, those are the five essentials for good health, but they violate all these things, and especially uh, by denying a person a chance to breathe fresh air. And we've got people walking around on their own outside wearing a mask and uh, people driving in a car on their own wearing a mask. So unbelievable. Like when we had a major uh, G20 meeting and the only person wearing a mask on the Zoom meeting of these heads of state was Biden. And um, I suppose he was, it's theater. They make a statement, they make a stand like Nancy Pelosi wear the mask even if there's no possible medical scientific reason for it and even though the actual boxes in which these ear loop masks come in state on the box 
This is an ear loop mask. It provides no protection against COVID-19 or any other virus. And extraordinary that uh, these single-use um, antibacterial face masks, which are used for surgery to protect the patient in particular, who's maybe got opened up wounds and you don't want the doctor uh, in any way infecting the wound. So uh, the mask is, is to, to uh, protect the patient that a doctor is operating on, and it's a single-use mask. And we're told that if you reuse the same mask, you're just undermining the whole purpose. And there are people who haven't cleaned their mask in weeks, months, or in many cases ever. And uh, there's a whole lot of diseases come from it. But don't worry about that. We don't need the facts. What you need is faith. You need to believe, trust in the government. The ministers of this cult are the World Health Organization, of course, and those politicians who are prostituting themselves for this cult. And uh, they're deacons, I suppose you could say, the many police and others, officials who are running around enforcing adherence to these things or cracking down on demonstrators and uh, so on. And of course, you've also got very important, you've got the Inquisition. The new Inquisition, of course, the fact checkers uh, of um, Zuckerberg and co on Facebook, who obviously see it very important to delete any facts. So the fact checkers are there not to check the facts, but to check if there are facts that contradict the narrative and to delete them. So for example, amongst the different facts that have come forward, have been the fact that, yes, uh, actually COVID-19 was man-made and it was produced in laboratory and, uh, yes, in China and um, almost certainly in the Wuhan uh, bacteriological uh, which uh, laboratory, which happens to be part of the People's Liberation Army of China. And, yes, American taxpayers did pay for it. And, yes, Dr. Fauci, who hasn't practiced medicine in decades, uh, he actually authorized the use of American taxpayers' money to do in Wuhan, China, what was illegal in America, offshore, uh, the production of this bioweapon. And so intriguing that what was fake news and got you deplatformed last year uh, by fact checkers who probably do no such thing. I doubt if any of them are qualified. When you think of the frontline medical doctors, you think of the doctors for truth based out of Netherlands, you think of health defense, uh, uh, children's health defense of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And they produce excellent videos, documentaries, articles, top class scientific experts, medical professionals in the field, virology, bacteriology, and so on. And then you get some um, teenager maybe working for Zuckerberg as a fact checker who says, you know, within seconds of you posting things, sometimes it's, it's within seconds of me posting something brand new and uh, the, the fact checker comes out with this, this um, contains untruths or this has been um, uh, shown to be false by an independent fact checker and then click here to find out um, why or how and you click there and it doesn't tell you anything at all they haven't checked it at all they they've probably got algorithms and so on at the moment the words mentioned and they've red flagged and but basically the fact checkers are not there to ensure that the facts get out but to stop the facts getting out and so we are in a phenomenally close situation to the brave new world warned about by Aldous Huxley. But um, let me give an example of how this works. I was at a demonstration just recently outside Hrutescu Hospital. Now, Hrutescu Hospital is world famous as the first hospital in the world that did a heart transplant, a successful heart transplant by Dr. Chris Barnard uh, back in 1966. So uh, I was outside Hrutescu Hospital 
um, just a couple of weeks ago for a demonstration in support of Dr. Susan Foslu. Now, Dr. Susan Foslu is a South African heart surgeon and a founder member of the World Society for Pediatric and Congenital Heart Surgery. Uh, Susan Foslu was South Africa's first female heart surgeon. She joined the heart transplant team at Credit Secure in 1984. She completed training by 1988. She's someone who knew Dr. Chris Barnard. She's one of South Africa's most eminent doctors. In 1988, she is the first woman to qualify as a heart surgeon. She did her first heart transplant at age 33. She's been the head of transmissible diseases and HIV medicine at Kreditsky Hospital and at the University of Cape Town. So you would have thought that, you know, the people are saying, listen to the science, trust the doctors, that this is someone you should listen to. But uh, Dr. Susan Foslu committed the unforgivable sin. She questioned the narrative. Uh, she, uh, in a public meeting, said that you're far more in danger of the vaccine than from the virus, and that your chances of dying from the virus are... In, less than 0. Point something percent. You've got 99.7% chance of survival, uh, but with the vaccines, we've seen very dangerous reactions. She's spoken about how thousands of people have died and hundreds of thousands of people have been injured and has noticed a tremendous increase in the danger of blood clots and of strokes and heart attacks, particularly in men uh, and particularly in middle-aged and younger men uh, who take the vaccine. So uh, here, Dr. Susan Foslu, as somebody who, I mean, this is her field. She's, she's a heart transplant surgeon. Uh, she's one of the most eminent doctors in the country and in the world in a field, um, pediatric and congenital heart surgery, uh, transmissible diseases. You know, is she not qualified to speak in these issues? Well, the moment she said this, it was the Inquisition came out in force. And you could see the modern equivalent of burning at the stake. We had the Medical Association of South Africa. We had the uh, owners of the hospitals, the company that controls them, uh, Netcare and others, and all damning her, uh, condemning her, and she's got no right to say this, and how dare she encourage uh, vaccine hesitancy. Um, you know, you've got to believe in the narrative. You've got to trust in the government. You've got to trust in the Wuhan Health Organization. You know, wear the mask, take the vaccine, salvation by vaccination. And she went against the narrative. So she committed treason against this new world order. She spoke heresy and blasphemy in terms of this new COVID cult. And she dared to suggest, well, she, she stated from her professional opinion that this vaccine is dangerous that this vaccine is unnecessary, uh, that it's unprofessional, that we are used to seeing in pharmaceutical products lists of the ingredients and also of the contraindications and side effects. And uh, where is that? And why are they guarding the contents of these vaccines, like, as she said, some secret recipe for Kentucky Fried Chicken, uh, herbs and so on? And uh, uh, it is not professional and it's not legal to have vaccines where you are not even allowed to know what's in them and where they are not publishing plainly uh, what all the side effects are and where they're in fact suppressing this information. So for doing this, you could see the modern inquisition screaming blue murder, blasphemy, heresy, treason, burn at the stake or the modern equivalent. So next thing, a whole lot of her uh, sites getting deplatformed and uh, staggering 
demonizing people demanding I'm, I'm talking about medical professionals demanding that she be stripped of her medical credentials and prevented from practicing medicine again now this is i'm talking about my hometown cape town uh, this is just a couple of minutes uh, from where i live and where our mission headquarters are at critisque hospital um, my father's been in critisque uh, i've had many um, uh, times of visiting people there who's sick. Uh, my wife spent months in Hrithiskyo when she had hepatitis. Uh, I know Hrithiskyo well. Uh, my mother's a nurse, has worked there, and so uh, this is just down the street, and Dr. Susan Foslu is a well-known, uh, respected person in the community, and she's friends of friends of mine, and so on. And uh, so I went to this um, demonstration, uh, in support of Dr. Susan Fosley. So there we are, is, um, oh, hard to tell, maybe 150, maybe 200 people were gathered uh, outside with placards uh, protesting uh, against the demonizing of Dr. Susan Fosley. And the amount of police there, extraordinary. Police vehicles, trucks, police cars, metro police, traffic police, South African police, uh, uh, gee, we wish we could have seen them around when there was the riots and looting sprees, but then they're not to be seen when vehicles are being looted and uh, Pentechnic and 18-wheeler trucks are being looted or burned on the highways. Um, some of them, they can't be there for um, EFF, uh, communist type of riots and looting sprees, but uh, something dangerous like some pro-lifers and anti-vaxxers making a stand in support of one of the medical professionals um, uh, they, that that apparently was a problem, and so they they sealed off so that we couldn't approach close to the hospital or be on the hospital grounds. We actually had to be on the traffic lights intersection just at the entrance to where the uh, the turnoff is into uh, the hospital. So anyway, uh, while this is going on, I was given the opportunity to uh, give a speech to the people gathered. Quite a few radio. And TV interviews occurred as a result. I got an invitation to speak at some churches the very next day. And um, this is always a good opportunity. Well, lo and behold, if I don't then see the newspaper media about this, um, and my wife starts getting hate mail from friends of hers, how could your husband have been involved in such a despicable uh, action? Um, and the next, like, what are you talking about? Despicable? He's making a stand. Uh, on behalf of one of our most respected medical professionals who's being demonized in the media and being threatened with having her livelihood and her professional life curtailed. Uh, and, uh, well, we were directed to the newspaper reports, and do you know what the newspaper reports were reporting? We were not there supporting Susan Foslu. We were demonstrating against these poor, dedicated, frontline medical staff who are risking their lives day in, day out, treating COVID patients, that apparently this demonstration, according to our prostitutes uh, running the, the media, uh, they claimed that we were there demonstrating against the doctors, nurses, and staff of Grotesque Hospital. Well, I took a lot of pictures there. I published those pictures on our um, Facebook page, Henry Morton Stanley School of Christian Journalism, and people can look and look in vain to see where is there any attack on the medical staff of Hrithiski Hospital. There's support for Susan Foslu. There's a protest against the mandatory vaccinations. There's protests against the masquerade madness. There's protest against the lockdown lunacy. Uh, there's protest against government uh, uh, policy on a uh, 
on hammering us down and so on. And, uh, of course, against Bill Gates and the vaccine companies and uh, so on, and people saying that they're not going to take the jab and so on. But there was no poster or any expression that I noticed that was attacking the staff at uh, Hrvatsky. And it just, again, shows you what we're up against. We're up against a cult. We're up against a new religion. Facts have no bearing, uh, except that they want to attack them. And we are having such a push right now to promote this. Uh, how are we to explain it? Well, uh, do you know that the New York mayor, um, New York City mayor, Bill de Blasio, uh, said on 24th of August, human beings do well when they have carrots and sticks. So a mandate helps people realize it's time to take the vaccination. So uh, carrot and stick approach. So we need to be dealt with like donkeys, you know, carrot, stick. So that was from Bill de Blasio. Uh, then uh, in Meet the Press, we read, I'm a very big supporter of vaccine mandates, not because I want to tell someone what to do with their body, but when their body is infectious to others in the community, that's a community issue. Mm-hmm. Well, Jennifer Rubin, a uh, Washington uh, Post opinion writer, said, irrational conspiracy-prone Americans who won't take the vaccine before won't do so now that the FDA has given full approval which is not true, by the way, they haven't given full approval. No facts matter. What it should do is increase vaccine mandates and isolate the reckless people from everyone else. So they want a kind of um, vaccine apartheid to separate those people who've been vaccinated from those people who have not been vaccinated. So we then see this HR 4980 has said to ensure that any individual traveling on a flight that departs from or arrives in airport inside the United States or territory of the United States is fully vaccinated against COVID-19. So this HR 4980 was introduced on August the 6th uh, this year. Brendan Smith said the COVID response and restrictions have nothing to do with public health. This has everything to do with public control. And it reminds us also of <laughs> Alexander Solzhenitsyn's word. There always is this fallacious belief. It would not be the same here here, such things are impossible. Alas, all evil of the 20th century is possible everywhere on earth. And uh, uh, it was what it was Alexander Solzhenitsyn warned us not to believe the lie, not to participate in lie. He said the most important, courageous act an individual can make is not to participate in the lie, not to spread the lie, not to in any way give in to the lie. So we're facing a big lie. We're facing a new cult, a new religion, and we must resist. Because under the guise of combating COVID-19 pandemic, global conspirators, the globalists, are actually rapidly accelerating the plan for one world government. And we can see this in so many different ways. This is a coordinated assault on health and freedom. And with the FDA giving some kind of vaccine approval, all kinds of draconian vaccine mandates and passports being advocated, and the demonization of the media of the unvaxxed constitutes nothing more than then medical totalitarianism, medical dictatorship. This is communism in practice in medicine. And I am staggered to see how uh, this can actually go and how extreme they can be. Now I've got an intelligence report, which is intriguing, um, about the origin of the coronavirus, which, of course, we, we know this has been um, involved for quite a while, uh, that there have been all kinds of investigations. So... On the 27th of August, the Biden administration released an unclassified summary of the intelligence community's report on the origins of COVID-19. And so 
America's 18 intelligence agencies under IC reached some definitive conclusions. And it was that the coronavirus emerged from China, from laboratory in Wuhan. And so uh, also interesting is the fact that the People's Liberation Army, the PLA of communist China, are developing pathogens to destroy non-Chinese. They actually work out pathogens that can that can target people who are not Chinese genetically. Interesting. Um, so the SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, probably emerged and infected humans through initial small-scale exposure that occurred no later than November 2019, the first known date of cluster of COVID-19 cases arriving in Wuhan, China in December 2019. So that's what the summary of the U.S. intelligence community's report uh, has revealed on this. So it's now quite clear that the Chinese government produced COVID-19. Uh, the Chinese government covered up and lied to the world about the human-to-human -human transmittability of this um, SARS-CoV-2, uh, telling the world that COVID-19 was not contagious. Uh, for the first five weeks, they were lying about all that when they knew that it was. And in fact, what they also lied about is how the Chinese military is working on next generation of pathogens. Chinese scientists have succeeded in designing pathogens that can target only foreigners. And they're looking at the microbe, virus, or germ from China that could end non-Chinese societies. This is not fiction theory. Uh, this, this is China's actually got a mandate where they've got their scientists working on coming up with a biological uh, warfare that can target people who are not Chinese. And so the next pandemic could be one that leaves China as the world's only uh, surviving society. And so right now, if you think of what's going on, uh, when it was stated that China should pay trillions of, uh, of dollars of compensation to the rest of the world for having destroyed their economies, um, there's some science behind it. Beijing has been determined to collect the genetic profiles of foreigners while preventing the transfer to recipients outside of China of the profiles of Chinese people. And it's another indication that the Chinese military, in violation of all obligations under Biological Weapons Convention, are building ethnic-specific biological weapons. And it's extraordinary that uh, the Biden administration, the Democrats in Washington right now, show no interest in holding China accountable for this crime against humanity, if you want to use their terminology. Uh, if this isn't a crime against humanity, what is? And so uh, basically what Biden has shown, especially with what he's just done with Afghanistan, is that um, Beijing can, without cost, kill millions of non-Chinese with a pathogen, and uh, you can be sure they are paying attention. And just seeing how America's just evaded their responsibilities and abandoned their friends and allies and even own citizens behind in Afghanistan, I wonder what they are now thinking about free China, about uh, attacking uh, the uh, Taiwanese um, nationalists, the, the free Chinese who are in the Republic of China. And so we, we've definitely got some extremely uh, dangerous situation there. And uh, I would imagine that uh, right now it is the most dangerous it's ever been for the free Chinese on Taiwan, as the Americans are obviously not going to help their allies. And so maybe Red China thinks that they can attack uh, 
Taiwan and uh, the Republic of China must know that they're pretty much on their own and they will have to fight the military might of, of Red China to maintain independence with probably no support from their American ally if they can betray other allies. So here we've got a whole lot of mandates um, accelerating. And uh, you can see the communist mandates accelerating, especially in big government. Um, the Pentagon has ordered 800,000 of their troops who have so far not taken the shot to roll up the sleeves or risk court martial. New York's city's power-hungry mayor, Bill de Blasio, has mandated the vaccine for all teachers, all school staff, no exceptions, which is insane because medical specialists have said, if you've had COVID and you've recovered from COVID, you not only don't need the vaccination, but having the vaccination would be extremely unwise and actually uh, medically dangerous. You don't give people... Uh, inoculation for something they've already had and, and recovered from. And it's it's um, medically irresponsible, uh, if not illegal, if not a crime against humanity. And so both California and New York are mandating vaccines for all state employees. And New York City and San Francisco and Los Angeles are barring the unvaccinated from entering most indoor areas, including gyms, restaurants, cafes, and bars. And most Democrat-controlled cities and states are planning to follow suit. And LifeSite News, which is a great pro-life source, has said at least 10 states, including Massachusetts, Washington State, Oregon, Nevada, have enacted strict COVID-19 vaccine mandates in this past week, man impacting millions of state employees, customers, and college students. And these numbers are only going to increase. So the at the end of July, the US federal government mandated vaccines for all 2 million government employees. You work for the government, you've got to get vaccinated. And those who refuse will face enormous restrictions uh, and probably lose their jobs. They're only going to face more pressure now that apparently the Pfizer vaccine is FDA approved, but even that's a fraud because it's the first time that something's been so-called approved without any public discussions being allowed, without any formal advisory committee, uh, without discussing any data. So how it can be described as FDA approved, well, that's uh, entirely questionable. But anyway, Private entities are following suit, and the Justice Department has unconstitutionally claimed that private businesses have the right to mandate vaccines for their employees or their customers. And so big businesses like Google and Facebook and Twitter and Netflix and Morgan Stanley and BlackRock and United Airlines and the Washington Post have mandated the vaccine for all employees. Some restaurants are now requiring all diners to be vaccinated. Over 800 colleges and universities in America are only allowing vaccinated students to return to campus. Although, considering what they teach in most of these college campuses, uh, I wouldn't advise anyone to want to go to those universities anyway. But the principle is <laughs> they shouldn't uh, be allowed to tell people what they've got to do with their own bodies. And whatever happened to the pro-choice uh, rhetoric of my body, my choice? Well, apparently, when it really comes to your body, <laughs> You don't have a choice on either masks or vaccinations, according to the left. Now, President Biden has said, I'm calling on more companies in the private sector to step up with vaccine requirements that will reach millions more people. If you're a business leader, a nonprofit leader, a state or local teacher has been waiting for full FDA approval to require vaccinations, I call on you now uh, to do that, to force mandate vaccinations on all your staff, uh, even customers. And now the medical dictatorship is tolerating no dissent. And there's all kinds of 
a censorship on media on every level. And now we know, thanks to Senator Rand Paul's investigation on uh, uh, Fauci, uh, so-called Dr. Fauci, uh, who hasn't practiced medicines in decades, um, that uh, in fact, there was connection and correspondence between Zuckerberg, who runs Facebook, and Fauci to delete and deplatform those who were exposing what we now know to be true, that the virus was man-made from a laboratory in China and that US taxpayers authorized by Fauci actually paid for it. So you're seeing the greatest amount of censorship probably in the history of the world. There's never been more censors and more deplatforming and unpersoning and vaporizing and disappearing down the memory hole, to use George Orwell 1984 terminology. And now they've got the Federation of State Medical Boards in America threatening all doctors who promote um, what they call misinformation or disinformation about COVID to lose their licenses. So censoring truth-telling doctors and revoking their licenses is bad enough, but now there are hospitals in America denying medical care for the unvaccinated. If you aren't vaccinated, don't try to come to our hospital, we won't let you in, literally. And the CDC is openly discussing internment camps, which is the same thing as concentration camps, for the unvaccinated. Can you believe it? So what we are seeing right now is a global tyranny, pretty much unparalleled. This is something that Joseph Stalin and Mao Zedong must have just dreamed of, that you've got people and population control accelerating globally. Um, Israel is implementing travel movement restrictions for the unvaccinated. France, UK, much of Europe is doing the same. There's disturbing videos from France showing unvaccinated people forcibly blocked from entering supermarkets. And in Australia, a young girl being literally forcibly uh, screaming out, taken out of the arms of her father, uh, restrained by multiple Australian police dressed in what looks like riot gear, while somebody with a suit, uh, medical type apron and, and mask, uh, forcibly inoculated his daughter while she screams and squirms and she's held down against her will by Australian police. So uh, this insanity is going all over. In New Zealand, they've closed its borders for the rest of the year. <laughs> and they recently locked down the entire country over just one COVID case. In Australia, the Victoria States has just entered its sixth lockdown. The globalist world bank has bribed and manipulated the Indonesian government with half a billion dollar loan most likely with huge strings attached to include new lockdowns, universal vaccinations, travel restrictions. Governments in Asia like the Philippines and Singapore and Malaysia, they have now all, and Hong Kong, are responding in the same way at the same time with the most draconian lockdowns and restrictions ever seen. And so we've got to assume that there's a lot of bribery and corruption going on here, or you could use the word incentives. Uh, they like to often call bribes incentives. And I would strongly believe uh, from all evidence that's come out that these new lockdown travel restrictions of the Philippines and throughout Asia is linked to bribes given by the World Bank and others. So according to a new lockdown in the Philippines, no one can leave the house without being vaccinated. No one can enter a grocery store vac or convenience store of any sort without being vaccinated. And most businesses have been closed. So who is behind this well-coordinated push for global totalitarianism in the name of this COVID cult. I mean, 
how deadly is the virus? We all know it's not the most deadly virus in history. It's nothing as bad as the Spanish flu or the bubonic plague. Uh, and as somebody who's had COVID and recovered from it, and everyone in my family and everyone in our mission has had COVID and recovered from it, it's nowhere near as bad as malaria or tick bite fever or hepatitis or blackwater fever or um, Bilharzi or any of these other things that we grew up, I mean, Chiam. Brought up in Rhodesia, we live in Africa, we get these diseases all the time and we recover. You know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. We don't shut down and stop our work and our ministry because of the danger of malaria, which kills 2 million people a year, um, and uh, or tuberculosis, which kills 10 million people a year, or cancer, which kills more than that each year, uh, or car accidents, which kills even more than that uh, each year, and, and so on. Um, we don't let snakes or sharks or crocodiles or viruses or Ebola or whatever it is keep us from getting out there and doing our mission and our work and living. Uh, how is it that something that's just mildly worse than the average to uh, seasonal flu, how on earth can that uh, shut down everything? So we've got to understand this global COVID cabal or cult. COVID-19 is man-made. It's an intentionally released virus made in China by powerful people in China with the collaboration of the World Health Organization, or should we call them the Wuhan Health Organization, and the globalist establishment in the US, including Bill Gates and the Center for Disease Control, CDC, they were all involved, involved in helping to fund this whole, um, creating the spike protein man-made COVID-19 virus in the Wuhan laboratory. This virus was released in late 2019. But the entire global pandemic was prepared for and planned for for probably a decade. And what has happened since the beginning of 2020 is the greatest explosion of evil, global panic, um, panic, paranoid propaganda, um, panic all over, people control, and the greatest attempted massive global population control or possibly even global population reduction in all of world history. This is something that only Satan or people completely enslaved by Satan could have conceived and could be executing right now. The deception involved, and uh, if it is true, the different uh, uh, points that have been brought forward, that the vaccinations could be sterilizing vast numbers of people, uh, which has been done with previous inoculations that Bill Gates, the Gates and uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation have mandated uh, different types of vaccinations in Kenya, for example, which have found were sterilizing all the, the girls who received it uh, without them knowing that it was a sterilizing agent. Meanwhile, they thought they were getting some vaccination. So the possibility that they're sterilizing involved in this remains to be uh, proven because it's still uh, early days. Uh, but there's strong suspicion about that. It could be leading to all kinds of extra disease. And there's a huge evidence that, in fact, uh, more people are uh, receiving the, the Delta variants and these other strains after the vaccination. And the areas with the greatest spikes in COVID cases are where they've done the most vaccinations. So there's a lot of suspicion here. And of course, the people running the show are not to be trusted because AstraZeneca, Moderna, Pfizer, uh, Johnson Johnson, uh, these places are described, these vaccination producers are described by John F. Kennedy Jr. of Children's Health Defense as serial criminal repeat felons. They have had to pay over $35 billion in courts in America alone for crimes. Now, not for vaccinations, they've got liability uh, indemnity there. So they're indemnified against liability for vaccination. So these are other medicines they've produced. They have proved to be 
um, felons to you know lie and cheat and steal and all the rest and murder. And so um, as Robert F. Kennedy Jr. of Children's Health Defense has documented and proved and uh, shown, uh, why would you trust people who ha have been given indemnity um, uh, from any liability anyway and who've got a track record of being criminal felons? Well, uh, what's going on right now is a push for one world government. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And when you look at Revelation 13, the warning about Satan working for a one world government and a one world economic system and a one world interfaith religion, where everyone will be required to receive some kind of mark, otherwise they won't be able to buy or sell. Well, this should ring some bells because we're seeing a move for one world government, one world economic system. and effect this is like a new world one world religion and the political left the communists have so dominated the media in particular and uh, especially big tech big government big pharma and uh, we are seeing these tech giants like amazon and google and facebook and twitter uh, isn't it amazing how they could shut down someone like president donald trump at 34 million friends on facebook for example uh, the most popular person being followed on Twitter and, and, and social media. And they deplatformed him and, and unpersoned him and he disappeared down the memory hole and was vaporized, so to speak. Uh, but the Taliban, they've got Google, Facebook and Twitter accounts and able to have their press conferences without a problem. So apparently a terrorist group like um, Taliban in Afghanistan, uh, they don't violate community standards of uh, these tech giants, but um, someone like Donald Trump did violate and of course, many others like Dr. Susan Fosley in Cape Town, for example, uh, violate their standards. So they've got some community standards, but they're not what any of us would call standards. So now we see these globalists are controlling most of the mainstream, lamestream media, most of the governments through foreign aid, bribes, blackmail, and so on, except Russia and China and some Muslim states don't seem to be into the World Health Organization program and seem to have opted out and resisting. We hope that that's going to continue to be true. Uh, we've seen Belarus is resisting and so on. So uh, there's some resistance in Eastern Europe and we're grateful for that. But big pharma companies are completely in bed with these powerful globalists and are making hundreds of billions of dollars, ultimately trillions of dollars in profits out of this big push for global vaccinations. And virtually all true news about this global power grab and the real nature and danger of the COVID virus and where it came from and, and the false PRC tests, which are even according to the person who invented the PRC test, absolutely worthless for uh, detecting COVID. And, and that's why you've got so many so-called uh, asymptomatic people. Uh, and it was never designed for this. So it's, it's pretty worthless according to the inventor of the PRC test. The real numbers of people infected with COVID and actually dying from it and the great danger from vaccines is actually being censored from the world media and from the internet and social media. And when people seek to speak out about this, uh, it's often deplatformed and people are threatened. It's absolutely extraordinary that at this stage, with all this deception, manifest this deception and intimidation and pressure and lies, that what seems like a majority of people in America and Europe and Australia uh, seem to believe everything they're being told by the media and by their own governments about the COVID crisis and the vaccines, even though the truth as being revealed by 
thousands of legitimate scientists, researchers, doctors, and the real data around the world is being censored and kept from the public. So much of the global panic that's being promoted by propaganda and peer pressure and lies um, are giving a public global panic and stampeding people into harmful vaccinations, dangerous vaccinations, and giving up their freedoms to draconian people control lockdown measures, which are unprecedented. And we've never seen anything like this before on a worldwide basis. In, in basically 20 months in all of history, in 20 months to have advanced the globalist agenda like this. And we know that the goals of globalists like Bill and Melinda Gates is to bring the world's population way down to under 500 million. And considering right now we've got more than 7 billion people on earth, that means a lot of us are going to be considered redundant. And they've got an artificial intelligence goal to replace many of the peasants, as they call uh, the people working in their factories around the world. And they won't need as many people anymore because they've got artificial intelligence, AI now. And so this is part of getting people uh, to basically get either sterilized or uh, to just die early and get out the way so they can go into the globalist agenda 21 and so on. And this is documented. This is really um, factual. Uh, we, we shouldn't be in any doubt about all this. So the uh, I've just gotten this report, for example, from Zimbabwe, where the government is literally forcing everyone, the communist government of Manangagwa of ZANU-PF, he's the successor to Mugabe, uh, who's enjoying his eternal rewards right now in the great Kremlin somewhere. Um, but the the government of Zimbabwe is forcing everyone to get vaccinated, not allowing any uh, travel anywhere, and literally barging into churches and beating people if they don't have the vaccination cards with them, they can't prove they got vaccinated, they're not allowed to attend churches and so on. And so literally coming in and beating up people, if this, and this is a government that hasn't minded about starving the people to death. And uh, more than half the population of Zimbabwe's fled. Uh, they've got 95% unemployment. The situation is so bizarre and so vicious and cruel. You can see that government obviously doesn't care about its people. So if this was really because they cared about the health of their people, you wouldn't be beating up people and shooting people uh, for not getting the vaccination if you really cared about them. I mean, you'd think that's pretty basic. And so <laughs> I've had... Um, uh, a uh, evangelist from Zimbabwe write to me and say that uh, he sought the Lord as to what to do about the vaccination. And uh, he said uh, he realized that God was saying to me, you must preach against the vaccination as you'd preach against any sin. You must let people know uh, that this vaccination has to be evil or Satan and the Antichrist people would not be so bent on giving it to everyone. And that he believes that this is the uh, goal of the communists to reduce the world's population and making most people sterile, unable to produce children. So this is from a Zimbabwean. He says that this um, uh, most painful thing to see how governments of nations have sold out the lives of their citizens for money. They obviously don't care what happens to people's health as long as they've received money from the billionaires behind this evil project. And they say this is blood money behind the virus and the vaccine. And um, this is uh, where they are inventing vaccines and viruses to make money to kill people and to enslave nations. So it takes somebody from a persecuted country to just cut through the nonsense and speak straightly. Um, and he says that uh, uh, this is Satan. This is satanic. 
and this is people who hate Christ and hate uh, the church, and they're running around kicking out of your jobs, kicking out of church meetings, uh, stopping you from buying food, stopping you from going to school, stopping you from getting paid, stopping you from travel. So I'm quoting all this, uh, and uh, he says this is all part of a demonic plan, and uh, he can quite clearly see that we must resist this as we would resist the mark of the beast. So uh, that's a letter from Zimbabwe. And what we can see uh, that, uh, isn't it interesting, even in America in July, the CDC, Center for Disease Control, admitted that the PCR test is inaccurate. It gives lots of false positives, and it'll be withdrawn from use at the end of 2021. So we, we're using something that they already know doesn't work. It's a lie. And the amount of people I know who are forced to quarantine when they've had no symptoms, they're not sick, but they had a, a positive from PCR test. So uh, I often wonder if, if PCR test stands for um, the uh, uh, People's Communist Republic of China, but uh, uh, something like that. So the truth about the vaccines is the vaccines are the real danger, the real threat. And what we've seen is massive propaganda and psychological warfare in order by conditioning, first by the lockdown to get the people to wear the mask, and then by the mask mandate to get people to be willing to take the vaccine. The real goal was the vaccine. They want us to take this vaccine. Now, what's in this vaccine? Well, it, it, it could, of course, be um, a sterilizing agents. So, for example, uh, a few years ago, uh, actually five years ago, in Kenya, the World Health Organization used a Bill and Melinda Gates uh, uh, anti-tetanus vaccination. And, um, you know, I know what anti-tetanus is. I, when I was a boy, uh, I needed that because of rusty metal uh, injuries. Uh, but uh, a tetanus vaccine, I never knew that um, that this would be giving a person, a, you, to get tetanus shot after you've been um, uh, uh, cut by something that's uh, potentially uh, rusty and poisonous and so on, that's one thing. But to give it beforehand, in, just in case you might step on some rusty nail, well, the Kenyan government allowed the WHO to vaccinate 700,000 Kenyan girls. And a few months later, five Kenyan doctors began to observe strange symptoms in many of these cases. They got samples of vaccines, sent them to laboratories around the world, and all the results confirmed the same. The, the uh, so-called tetanus vaccine that they'd injected to 700,000 young girls in Kenya actually were sterilization drugs. And they'd just sterilized 700,000 young Kenyan girls uh, as a test run. And we think that was a test run for possibly the vaccination shots being given right now. The people pushing the vaccination shots right now are people who are on record as saying they want to reduce the world's population. They radical eugenicists who literally believe that the world's population should be brought down to 500 million and ultimately down to 100 million. They're on record saying that, and yet we're sitting at over 7 billion. So this, it's hard to believe the people who want to depopulate the world are going to be giving us a drug that's going to extend our life expectancy and make us healthier. Bear in mind that these companies are making billions of people's sicknesses. It's hard to believe that they really want to make us healthier. And so uh, the fact that they've actually had the uh, they've had the audacity to demand from governments investing hundreds of millions into lobbying to pass legislation to make them indemnified against liability for any damage, paralysis, blindness, death, whatever comes of it. 
In Africa, we've also seen some disturbing things. The presence of Tanzania and Burundi died of uh, a mysterious uh, circumstance after being very open in opposing the vaccines in the countries. Suddenly, the president of Tanzania and the president of Burundi died within a space of just three months under very mysterious circumstances. And uh, I've got friends from Tanzania convinced that this was assassination. And uh, interestingly, the president of Tanzania has been replaced with someone who's a Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation uh, member who's uh, got all the New World Order credentials. So absolutely extraordinary what's going on here. These vaccine companies are profiting and yet people are getting blood clots and all kinds of complications within days or even hours of receiving a vaccination. And there's a whole series of people. You don't have to go far to get all kinds of stories. And I know people who've died of heart attacks and strokes and so on, who've had the vaccination. So uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, there is an extremely great danger. And yet the people who are getting the vaccinations are so brainwashed about it. They're being, comp they're being uh, conditioned to project any problem, any complication of them getting a vaccine on the people who are not vaccinated. This doesn't make any sense that somehow my vaccination won't work unless you've gotten vaccinated. And well, if a vaccination works, what are you worried about? You know, when I've gone into, uh, let's say when I've got yellow fever um, inoculation for going into uh, Congo, I go into Congo, I'm not worried that the vast majority of people all around me haven't had my yellow fever uh, inoculation. I assumed that that would work. Now, right now I'm questioning all vaccinations, but I'm pointing to something years in the past. And uh, I've done more investigation vaccinations in the last uh, 18 months, as one can imagine, uh, than ever before. And having seen nine of the 10 documentaries, The Truth About Vaccines, I'm now pretty convinced that the vast majority of these vaccines are unnecessary, unhealthy, and dangerous. And this one that they're pushing isn't even a vaccine. It's an experimental medical procedure that could change your DNA and, in fact, alter you very seriously. So what, what we are seeing right now is um, where you take a country like Gibraltar, 99% vaccination rates currently experiencing massive spike in COVID cases. And uh, there's all sorts of uh, tests showing that the great spikes in COVID are coming in places where people have had the vaccination. The vaccination may not be protecting anyone. It may actually be making them more susceptible for other diseases. And so uh, it's bizarre, but they're managing to channel people not uh, the anger that would be going to why is this vaccination not working to the producer of the vaccines and the governments or companies that were mandating them to the people who weren't vaccinated, that some another, although it's illogical, they are uh, being told to blame the people, the anti-vaxxers. And so people who don't want to get vaccinated are now being called murderers, mass murderers, kids going to preschool who aren't vaccinated, being accused of being a murderer because he's coming to school not vaccinated. And uh, bizarre things. There are. Uh, my wife has had friends contact her and say, "We cannot be friends anymore if you don't get the vaccination." Um, her paddling teams are being told that you won't be allowed to paddle on the boat unless you've gotten the vaccination. Uh, now, this is meant to be a cancer support group uh, where they do dragon boating uh, paddling uh, in the harbour. It's, it's part of their rehab uh, from having uh, uh, cancer and strengthening the upper body and all that. And now you've got. Literally, we know of cases where marriages have split apart, families have split apart, relationships have been ended over vaccination versus non-vaccination. Uh, this is 
exactly what Satan wants, you know, divide and conquer. And it, just remember what uh, our dear friend Bill Gates said. The best investment he ever made was vaccinations. Because he said, where in the world can you get a 90, uh, no, a thousand percent uh, return your investment than vaccines? A thousand percent return on your investment. And so, I mean, most people think if you can get a 10 percent return on your investment, that's that's a good investment. But an 1,000% return on your investment. And so it just shows you how vaccinations are not about health. It's about money. It's about power. It's about profits. It's about control. And so uh, it's extremely uh, dangerous what we're seeing. And I think uh, anyone who hasn't yet visited Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s Children's Health Defense website uh, or seen the videos, The Truth About Vaccines, uh, really should. Uh, one of the leaflets that uh, we've been distributing a lot which uh, quotes from America's FrontlineDoctors.com and WorldDoctorsAlliance.com and the ChildrenHealthDefense.org. Um, it's asked these questions at one page, COVID-19 vaccine Q&A, facts to help you make a decision. Are the mRNA vaccines experimental? Answer, yes. Number two, have they been safely tested in animals? Answer, no. Number three, have they been subject to medium long-term safety testings on humans? No. Uh, in fact, they've expressly not even tested on on uh, on pregnant women or anything like that. So this is uh, extremely dangerous. How can they say no? We've tested it. So how do they know the effects on sterility, on a pregnancy, or so on? Yet it's too soon to tell from the time of the rollout. Are the effects of the vaccine reversible? No. Will a vaccine stop you from getting COVID? No. Will a vaccine stop you from spreading COVID? No. Will a vaccine Allow me to stop wearing a mask. Well, in many parts of the world, no, you still got to wear the mask even after getting a vaccination. Do the vaccines contain genetically modified organisms, GMOs? Yes. Do the AstraZeneca and Johnson Johnson vaccines contain aborted human cells, aborted human fetus uh, DNA? And the answer is yes. Well, right there from a pro-life perspective, that would write off AstraZeneca and Johnson Johnson vaccines. Uh, why would we want anything uh, to do with anything that actually uh, has been produced using aborted uh, babies. Uh, do doctors have concerns about the mRNA vaccines, long-term effects on fertility? Yes, they do. Is there a risk of autoimmune disease, strokes, seizures, convulsions, other side effects? Yes. Have the vaccines caused deaths or injuries? Yes, they have. And are the vaccine manufacturers liable for injuries or death caused by the vaccine? No. Are there doctors and scientists recommending people not to take it? Yes, many, actually many thousands, actually tens of thousands of doctors are refusing to take the vaccine and are recommending people not to take it, like Dr. Susan Foslu of Critiscure Hospital in Cape Town, who we were standing in support of. I've been at a number of protests, a number of marches, a number of uh, public meetings and rallies against the vaccinations here in Cape Town, uh, South Africa. And it's extraordinary how the police turn up with riot shields and battle gear and uh, intimidate us and tell us we're not allowed to march. And uh, we were trying to march to Parliament. So on. they literally blocked the road and wouldn't let us uh, go ahead with our mask. And, uh, and yet we have got a right in our Bill of Rights to peacefully assemble and to demonstrate. We are meant to have. And in fact, if any law violates the Bill of Rights, it's meant to be uh, invalid and of no effect, unconstitutional. Freedom of belief, freedom of thought, freedom of movement, freedom of association, freedom of the press, freedom of conscience, freedom of religion, freedom of worship. 
all of these freedoms have been violated. Uh, your freedom to gather for cultural and um, uh, linguistic, uh, social uh, events, uh, these clubs have been shut down. So many things can't be done. And so all of our different rights, and most seriously of all, of the freedom of conscience, is being violated by this whole masquerade madness, COVID cult, pandemic, paranoid, panic-mongering propaganda, uh, this is a masquerade. It's a masquerade madness. And we should make a stand. We should resist. We should say no. And I think we should all be very encouraged by the hundreds of thousands of people worldwide who've protested everywhere from Sydney, Australia, through to in Berlin and Germany, uh, across the world, even in Canada, there's protests. People are rising. The fact that they've been crushed down by the same police who stood by and did nothing when there was BLM riots and looting. And uh, it, it's, it, you can see this has nothing to do with health. It's everything to do with control. Back to you, Andrew. Thank you, Peter. And, uh, and we've just had an email in while we've been recording this show from a guy called Matthew, who's a friend of the show in Australia, uh, talking about a lady I've not heard of called Monica Smith. Now, Monica Smith is uh, referred to as an anti-vaxxer and anti-lockdown activist. She was charged with incitement, and she's involved with a website called reignitedemocracyaustralia.com.au. And they've got a post on their website, Update on Monica's Arrest says, allow us to begin by saying that there has been an enormous support from Monica from people not only in Australia but from all over the world. It's been astounding. It's a testament of everything that Monica stands for, being a voice for the people in preserving their God-given democratic rights. This is precisely why Monica has declined to sign the bail order. The solicitor stated that the bail conditions were some of the most onerous conditions he had ever seen and that some may have even been unconstitutional in their effect. The first consequence would be an immediate dismantling of Reignite Democracy Australia, which would then impact on every other similar website. Manny Shishina of Legal Bit Lawyers, an excellent and reliable solicitor, declared that signing the ba that bail order would have effectively put an end to democracy in Australia. Be assured that he's working with an experienced Barrison Moss barrister marcel white that we feel privileged to also have on board both are ready and willing to take this all the way to the supreme court or even the high court as this will set an important precedent meanwhile this means that monica will be in custody for as long as four to six weeks it's important that you all know that monica came to this decision of her own volition for her this was non-negotiable be assured that the reignite Democracy Australia team are committed to keeping the website going as it's more important now than ever. So what they're trying to do now, you've got all these people protesting in the streets, having rubber bullets, tear gas and pepper spray fired at them by these scumbag Australian police force. And you get people standing up and they're taking them to court and they're trying to take their websites down so they can't spread any uh, resistance movement to this totalitarian police state that's being thrown at us around the world. Uh, it just goes to show, I agree with what that uh, pastor in Zimbabwe stated, these are satanic individuals that are running this global operation. And unfortunately, there are a lot of very evil people at very low levels that are quite happy to carry out their edicts. Peter, your comments, and then we'll uh, wrap it up. Yes, <clears throat> indeed. Uh, it's encouraging to hear the 
the support for the protest. But of course, we can only hear that through alternative media like this radio station, because we're not going to get from the mainstream media. And I trust all of our listeners know you cannot expect to get the truth or the news or any perspective from the Bolshevik Broadcasting Corporation or the Communist News Network or Sly Magazine or Useless News and World Report. So it's so important, one of the big steps of resistance is stop listening to the propaganda mouthpieces of the New World Order and stop tuning in. There's nothing worth learning from them. There's a few people like Andrew who keep tabs on what's going on in the mainstream media. But honestly, it's a waste of time for most of us. Let's hear after it's been distilled and it's been analyzed by some reliable people. But honestly, the mainstream media is nothing but propaganda for the New World Order globalists. And everyone I know who's gotten the vaccination or who's seriously considering it are people who watch the mainstream media and who listen to the government propaganda. Um, And nobody... Uh, who's supporting uh, the cause of freedom is plugged into New World Order media because if they were, then they'd all be in panic. And when people say, you know, how can uh, how can I uh, stop fearing? Well, uh, one thing is disconnect from this uh, propaganda filth, which is just getting people in panic because, as you know, tyrants need people to be controlled by fear. And if we don't allow them to be getting inside our head, and uh, uh, pumping in all the disinformation and distraction uh, that derails us, uh, then we can be free because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Back to you, Andrew. Thank you, Peter. And just before we close out the show, can you let the audience know where they can find and support your work and how they can contact you? Yes, my personal email is peter at frontline.org.za. Peter at frontline.org.ca and the website is frontlinemissionsa.org, frontlinemissionsa.org. And we would be glad to hear from anyone if you want to receive uh, some documentation or see some of the pictures we took, for example, on that uh, uh, demonstration outside the uh, Critisque Hospital in support of Dr. Susan Fosley. Upload that on the Henry Morton Stanley School of Christian Journalism Facebook page. Thank you so much, Peter. Fantastic information. As always, folks, you have been listening to the real story behind the COVID cult and how we can resist it. Peter and I will be back with you at the same time next week. I want to thank all of you for listening. I'll, of course, be back with you all tomorrow. But until then, have a wonderful day and bye for now.